Aloha, brothers and sisters. It's your brother Mike Dillard coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Fully Submitted with Brother Mike. So today we are going to get in it and we are going to celebrate the Lord's goodness, the Father's goodness, the Holy Ghost's goodness to us, the love that they have given us. And uh, we're going to see where this message goes. We're going to see where it goes. So first, let's open up in prayer and then we're going to kick it off. All right. Y'all know how I do it. It's a live and dynamic podcast. So wherever the message comes up, that's where I'm putting it down. Wherever I get it, that's why I spit it. So let's hit it. I'm literally sitting in my car in the parking lot of a movie theater during midday. It's like 12 or 3 in the afternoon. I did work. I put contracts out. I handled business. I did stuff. I'm sitting here in my car. I got done handling business. I said, Holy Spirit, what should I do now? The thought occurred to me. Do the podcast. Oh, yeah. We going to do it. All right. Let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the blood of Jesus. Father, and the gift of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the sentiment that was behind you sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for all humanity. Whether we loved you or not, the Bible says that while we were still yet sinning, Christ died for us. This is your love, God, for us. Father, thank you for the debt that we can never repay. Thank you for the love that is unfailing, God, that is so high and, and wide and deep and vast. God, we just can't even wrap our arms and our minds and our hearts around it fully, God. But we're going to try today. Father, <laughs> I pray you would bless us, bless your children, God. Strengthen us, encourage us, bless this message, God. Use me to give your family, your people, my brothers, my sisters, God, the encouragement that they need today, that we all need. Because as I'm getting the message, I'm also getting encouraged. I'm right there with everybody else receiving this message. So, Father, thank you in advance. We love you so much, God. We're so excited to be your children. Bless us. Oh, God, just continue to bless us. Main thing is, God, we just ask that you would stay with us, be with us forever. We want your presence, God. It's not that we want stuff from you, God. I mean, you know that we do, but Father, it's you. You are the gift. Lord, it's you. You are the gift. Holy Spirit, it's you. You are the gift. Oh, I need to close this prayer so we can go ahead and get started. I can feel it coming. All right, Father, we ask you all these things in the name of Jesus, and we thank you and consider them done. Thank you so much. Amen and amen and amen. All right. So let's do it. Let's kick it. The title for this, I think the title's going to be, I never knew a love like this. I never knew a love like this. You know, there's different hip hop songs that talk about love. There's R&B songs that talk about love. Hindu songs. I mean, in any country or culture that you go in, there's always love songs. It doesn't matter where you are. Even if you're in, in a communist country like China or, 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 or Russia or some, you know, people are still in love over there. People still know what love is. And that's what this message is about, right? It's about recognizing. I'm so lit, Jesus. It's about recognizing 
what real love is. Come on now. Not 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 human love. Now I'm not knocking human love. I'm in love. You know, I have a good woman. Come on now. She loved me. I love her. It's real. It's beautiful. I'm not knocking love. If you have love, human love, celebrate your love. Right? Celebrate it. Be grateful for that love. There's so many people out here in the world. It's a cold place and they don't have love. They don't know what love is. They don't know what love is. And so and so there's there's that level of love is it's human love. It's arrows. You know, there's arrows. There's arrows. But then there's a higher level of love. There's higher levels of love. And what we want to talk about today is God's love. God's love, right? Come on now. We want to talk about the unfailing love of God up in this place today. The, the Bible says in Jeremiah 31 verse 3, this is the King James Version, Jeremiah 31 verse 3. The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. We we gotta read, we gotta back up and read that again. I don't know that y'all really heard it. Let me read it again. I'm so excited for this message. I'm telling you. Jeremiah three oh, oh, Jeremiah 31, verse. Three, King James Version. The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. In other words, the love that he loves us with, it's everlasting. We don't need no big dictionary to break down everlasting. It is everlasting. It's always on. On your best day, he's loving you with an everlasting love. On your worst day, he's loving you with an everlasting love. And this message is for the body of Christ. This is for the body of Christ. Y'all know this message is grown folk talk for the mature Christian. This message, this, this podcast is to encourage you. It's to teach you about God's ways. It's to teach you about you know, you know, spiritual warfare tactics and all sorts of things. So if there are any unbelievers that are listening in today, hey, you're encouraged to listen. But this message really isn't for you. Before we close out, we're going to tie it in and, and, and make it about how it's about you. OK, now I just want to say that up front. Right. This this is this is about God's people here. Right. So for God's people on your best day, the father loves you with an everlasting love. On your very worst day, think about your very worst day, no matter how hard it was, don't you know that Father loved you on that day, in that exact moment, with an everlasting love? And see, once you understand this, it doesn't necessarily make those hard times better, or in Hawaii, like we say, more better. It don't make them more better, but what it does do it gives you a certain level of comfort to know that, you know what? All hell is breaking loose around me right now. But you know what is rock steady? What is not going to change? The love of my God. 
And by God, I mean the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. By God, I'm talking about I'm talking about the Father, which art in heaven. By God, I'm talking about the Holy Spirit of the Most High God, the three in one God. Come on now. His love is unfailing. It never changes. It never changes. So no matter what day it is, cold day, hot day, warm day, Sunday, fun day, rainy day, snowy day, good day, bad day, doesn't matter. God's love is there for us anytime, anytime. And, and see, tapping into that love, tapping into that love to get the comfort that you need when you're going through a rough time, it starts with that understanding. It's, it's about being transformed by the renewing of your mind in that area, understanding that your God loves you. I remember being on a submarine in my younger days when I was a Christian. I had this thing, me and my boys, me and my Christian boys, right? We had this thing. We called it the God Squad, the God Squad. And we had this thing. Y'all may have heard me talk about this on previous podcasts, but we had this thing called the Holy Ghost Hit List. Yeah, the Holy Ghost Hit List. And this, this, this was a list of people that did not know the Lord. You know, and it could have been, quite honestly, going through, if my memory serves me correct, it was like the worst of the worst, right? The people that was just the rudest and the nastiest, it's like, yo, you going on the hit list, my man. You going on the hit list. What did it mean to be on the Holy Ghost hit list? It meant that we was praying point blank for the salvation of that person. We would pray. We would fast. We would encourage them. We'd invite them to Bible studies and all, you know, we showed them extra kindness, because we're, we're trying to woo that person to Christ. And the Bible says that while you were still yet sinning, Christ died for you. So there, there's that love of God. I, I know I said I would say it towards the end, but it's, it's coming up now, so I'm going to say it. So for people that don't know Christ, God loves you. And he sends people like me and other, you know, other Christians that have a love and a zeal and a passion for God, he'll send them out there looking for these lost people. Why? Because God loves them. And the Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth upon him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. And there it is again, for God so loved. So we have this theme. It's, it's the love of God. It's this loving kindness, this everlasting love that we just read about in Jeremiah 31 verse 3. Right? Everything that God does. is The Bible says God is love. God is love. So going back to what I was just saying. If you're understanding that God loves you with an everlasting love. And that he draws you with loving kindness, even on a bad day, as we call it. You can tap into that love. You can tap into that comfort that's coming from the God of all comfort. But if in your mind, you, you're not focused on the Lord and you're not thinking about the Lord, you're not thinking about his love. See that gratitude, those thoughts, the Bible talks about meditating on the word of God. When you meditate on the word of God and a meditating, 
Christian meditation, as I've said in the past, is not like, oh, oh, blank out my mind. There's no foolishness like that. When you blank out your mind, you better know the devil's going to put something in there. Do not blank out your mind. Christian meditation is we have a scripture. We're looking at a scripture and or we're focusing on the ways of God, his character, his kindness, his goodness, how he's unfailing. He's always there for you. You meditate on those things. You lock them in on your mind and you think about it over and over different ways. You pick it apart and look at it. How, how many different ways has God been faithful to me? Man, you know, I remember I was going through this thing and God did this and God did that and God did this and God did that and why you're focusing on his it's all about his love while you're focusing on his love you know what's happening to you your heart is getting bigger it's expanding it's getting warmer the love of god is melting the hardness of that heart that may have came about because you were focused on you know uh uh, uh the things of this world right the cares and the worries of this world the bible talks about how they choke out the joy they they, they choke it out and what you need to do is refocus. Put your eyes back on the Lord. Put your eyes back on the lover of your soul. That's what we know Peter did. Peter, people talk about Peter. He stepped out on the water. He walked, but oh, Peter took his eyes off Jesus and he, he started sinking. Let's get it straight. Number one, most of y'all would not have done it. Even if the water was calm, you wouldn't have stepped out to do it let alone in a raging, torrential storm on the ocean, you wouldn't have done it. I'm just saying. But anyway, I'm just saying, right? We have to put our eyes back on the lover of our soul, just like Peter did. Peter started sinking when he took his eyes off Jesus. Jesus grabbed him, right? Got him in the boat to safety. When we put our eyes on Jesus, it doesn't mean that we're doing the, the ostrich thing and we're sticking our head in the sand. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that we're ignoring things and we're walking in toxic positivity because we want things to go our way. That's a bunch of nonsense. It doesn't mean that we're manifesting. We're going to focus and manifest so that everything comes out the way we want it. Nonsense. Nonsense. Did I mention that's nonsense? Yeah, because it's nonsense. This is different. This is, we see what's going on. We're just choosing not to focus on it, right? Because by putting your focus, whatever you focus on grows. It's just like a plant, you know, whatever. If you feed a plant, it's going to grow. If you stop feeding it, it starts dying. It's the same thing with our thoughts and what's going on in our hearts, right? So we have to get our mind lined up. We have to get refocused on the Lord. And the fastest way to do this, I'm telling you, is to focus on the Lord. It's to focus on the love of God, the, the, the love of the Father, the love of the Son, the love of the Holy Spirit. When you think about God's goodness, when you focus on his love, your heart starts getting touched. I was in Bible study yesterday at church and the brother that was leading uh, the the Bible study, he kind of, you know, every now and then he kind of goes off on a tangent, just like I do. But the Holy Ghost gets him back in line, just like he does with me. And his brother went on a tangent. 
But he was on a tangent talking about the goodness of God and just like, wow, like, you know, we need to stop and think about the Lord and how, you know, if it wasn't for God's kindness, like none of us would be here. And, and then he just had to stop. He had to take literally like a minute because he was visibly starting to tear up. He was getting choked up and he just said it. Hey, you know, I, I'm about to start crying up in here. Hold on a second. He just had to stop. And it doesn't matter how tough of a man you are. Right. The love of God will soften the, the hardest of hearts. When you focus on God and what he's actually done for you, when you get even just the smallest glimpse, you want to cry. You want to worship him. You want to fall on the ground. You want to throw your hands up. You want to celebrate. Some people start screaming. Some people start shouting. They start running around the church screaming. To some people, it looks ridiculous. But God knows why that person is doing it. God knows the level of pain and, and hurt and how long that person was in it. And then when the Lord delivers you from that and you start thinking about it, I'm starting to, I'm starting to tear up now thinking about it because I know the things I've been through and I know how the Lord stepped in directly and intervened. If y'all stop and take a moment, come on now, you know God has been faithful to you. You know he's been and you know he loved on you. And that's what it is. It's not just that God showed up. We have to be more mature than that, right? Check it out. You was going through something. God showed up. God delivered you. This is like basic one-on-one worship. Okay, yeah, let's celebrate. Let's dance and sing. Yeah, we're going to dance and sing about it because he did do that thing. But for the mature Christian, for the mature Christian, what what we think about what we think about is why did he do it see when you when you go there why did he do it that's what'll break you down even when i'm like god i don't feel like crying i'm worshiping you i don't feel like crying i don't want to cry i just want to be happy but when i start thinking about why did god do this for me why did he give his son for me? The Bible says that, let me let me pull up the scripture so I'm reading it exactly the way it says. Here we go, here we go. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. For our sake, he, that's father, he made him, that's Jesus, for our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin that in him we, that's you and I, we might become the righteousness of God. Is that right there? If you just stop, stop. Whatever's going on in your day, whatever you stressed about, whatever you're troubled about, I'm telling you, if you just stop and focus 2 Corinthians 5, 21, instead of singing and dancing because of what he did, go deeper and ask yourself why, why he did it. When you focus on why he did it, that will take your focus off of everything else 
And it will just lock you in on your target, which is Christ. It will lock you in on the Father's love. It will lock you in on the Lord's love. It will lock you in on the love of the Holy Spirit. And it'll warm your heart. And it will touch you. And that love is what will wash over you. And it deepens your appreciation for God. It deepens your, your gratitude for God. Because it's not just about what he did. It's why he did it. It's the behind the scenes stuff. That's what mature Christians do. Why did God do what he did? Why did he send his son? Why did he do that? Why did he take him that he made him who knew no sin to be sin? Why would he do that? Because he loves you that much. You got to grasp this. And maybe it's something that you're just not going to. I don't think we can grasp it naturally on our own. I've said this before in the past. When you meditate on the scriptures, it's like you're chewing the scriptures and the essence is being released. You're, you're getting something that you're not just getting reading it off the page. So if you're. If you're one of these Christians and you you actually really are a Christian, but you don't understand about meditating on the word of God. I was a Christian for many years. I was zealous for the Lord, but I didn't I really wasn't taught about meditating on the word of God, although it does mention it in the scriptures. I didn't do it. And then when I started doing it, it was like, whoa, everything just came alive. Everything came to life. It's way different. If you just want to check off the box and feel good about yourself. Hey, I read a scripture today. Okay. But if you, if you really trying to be a disciple, you want to grow, you want to be a disciple. You want to be not just a believer, but a disciple of Christ. Like I'm gonna follow you. I'm your ride and die. Jesus, wherever you go, I'm with you. You want that? You, you're going to have to meditate on his goodness. You're going to have to meditate on the word of God. I'm telling you, when you meditate on the word of God, things are released to you. The Bible is a supernatural thing. It's, it's the living word of God. It's alive. It's not just any book. Right? So when you meditate, when you meditate, on the word of God, when you meditate on God's goodness, when you meditate on his love and why he did what he did for you, your life is going to change for the good, for the good, right? You are going to change for the good. You are going to get deeper in Christ. You are going to get closer to Christ. And the excuses that you used to have or let's say the distractions that you used to allow yourself to keep you away from Christ. Those things don't hold water anymore because now you're going to start missing him. See, when you get to that level where you start meditating on why he did what he did and you start going deeper, you start building a much closer, more intimate relationship with Christ. You will start missing him throughout the day, just like you miss your significant other. I miss my wife. When I'm out working, we doing stuff, you better know I miss my wife. And she would tell you, anybody said, if y'all see me together, I'm going to be all smooching up on her all the time. Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm touched. Why? Because I love her. 
I want her to know that I love her and that she is loved. And when I'm away, I miss her. And when you meditate on God's goodness, you go beyond, oh, I'm singing and dancing because he did this. When you go beyond that and you peel back to layers to he did this, why? Because X, Y, and Z, because he loves me, right? Those things that will cause you to miss God. Like you miss your husband, your wife, your best friend. It will cause you to genuinely miss him. And then when you come into worship, then when you come into prayer, it's not, hey, give me this, give me that. Bail me out of this. Bless me, bless me, bless me. It's my God. I love you so much. I have to worship you. I missed you. Right? That's what he wants. He allows us to ask him for things. He told us to bring our petitions to him. But God wants your heart. He wants your full heart. He's never going to change. That's who he is. That's how he is. He's always going to be like that, right? So I'm telling you right now, this is how you do it. Focus on the Lord. Focus on his love, right? And I'm telling you, your heart is going to change. If you're in this season, and I know the Holy Spirit is doing this all around the world, and we come into a close here. He's drawing his people into him, pointing us not just at Jesus, but at Father, the love of Father, the love of the Father, the love of the Father. He's pointing us at Father so we can come and celebrate his love as his children. He's pointing us to Jesus, of course. We know that, but I just want to emphasize also about the love of Father. Because when the Bible says, for God so loved the world, that's Father. That's father for father so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, it's father. Our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. It's father. He's drawing us. That's what this podcast is about, this episode. And I'm not the only one. This is all around the world. Holy Spirit is doing this. He's drawing us into him. Right? With loving kindness. I'll say the scripture one more time and then we're closing out. Jeremiah 31 verse 3, King James Version. The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. In other words, yes, I did it. Yes, I do. Yes, 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 yes. It's me. I loved you. I love you. There's past tense, but it's present tense. Yes, I, 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 I love you. With an everlasting love. And no matter what you've done. No matter what somebody says to you. God's love is unshakable. He's loved you with an everlasting love. And right now. Therefore with loving kindness. Have I drawn thee? He's drawing you in. He wants you to come closer to him. To get the refreshing that you need. Even if you think nothing is going wrong in your life. Guess what? There's a refreshing for you available that you need, that you need. But this is how, this is the only way you're going to get it. Meditate on him. Meditate on his love. Meditate on his goodness. Focus on him and watch what happens. When it starts happening, 
you asking for stuff is going to be an afterthought. There's, there's been multiple times where I went to the Lord. Honestly, I wanted something, but I was just focused on him and his love. And I miss him. And I just want to be so close to him. And I start worshiping him. And then at the end, as I'm closing out, I'm like, oh, oh, Lord, what was that? I was going to ask you something. And he'll remind me, you was going to ask me about this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Would you please, you know, it's like that. It, it becomes an afterthought. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I said we're closing out. And so we are. We are. We are. 28 minutes, 14 seconds. You know, I'm trying to keep it under 30 minutes. Come on now. So in summary, we have a God who loves us so much with an unfailing love, no matter who you are. If you're Christ's, he loves you with an unfailing love. And if you're not Christ's, he still loves you with an unfailing love. Enough so that he sent his only begotten son, Jesus, to die on the cross for you and for me. Always remember this. Brothers and sisters, meditate on his goodness. M meditate on the word of God. Let's mature beyond, I just studied a scripture. I just memorized a scripture today. I just said a scripture today. I just read a scripture today. Let's graduate to the more mature levels of Christianity and begin meditating on his scriptures. Why is he doing this? Why did he do it? Lord, what was your mind? You can ask him, what was your heart behind this? What was your mind in doing this? And you know what? He will share it with you. He will share it. God knows when you really mean it. He knows when you really mean it and he knows when you don't. If you really mean it, and you keep seeking him and you keep seeking him, I'm telling you, he's going to blow your mind. You're going to get it. All right. All right. All right. That's it. That's it. 29 minutes, 35 seconds. Listen, always remember, right? Always remember, submit yourself unto God. Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Until next time, aloha and be blessed.